Today on ABC Devo, Jocko Homo. Welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm John Ingle. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm John Ingle. And today we're talking about. <laughs> why, see, why was that funny? I said my name. I'm just that funny, I guess. And today we're talking about. Now you can't stop laughing. <laughs> and today we're talking about Jocko Homo from the 1978 album Are We Not Men? We Are Devo. The Q and an A in there, too. I forgot to mention. Wonder where they got that title from. The title of that hmm. album. Don't know. We'll never know. No one's ever looked at it. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to talk about it, whatever it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so. this song blows. Moving on. Yeah. No, I like the song. I just don't want to talk about any kind of weird books or anything <laughs> related to the song. That's just books are for nerds. Put that out there for you guys. Um, well, what, there's a lot. To, there's a lot going on here. This is, uh, you know, yes. oh boy, perhaps the most, uh, the most quintessential Devo song. The most, uh, like, uh, I know we had a couple of, like, you know, Freedom of Choice was kind of the. Uh, uh, the statement song for that album, but this is kind of the this is kind of the the nugget the the statement song the, the you know more so than the corporate anthem. This is like the theme song basically for Devo. There yeah. it is the band's manifesto, one could say. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. How many band. bands have that? Band How manifesto? many bands? I was thinking yeah. about band myself. Manifesto. Not a lot. Hmm. Not a lot. Yeah, I the know, first thing few. I keep thinking of is high were the replacements, but that's not by the replacements. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it is not. They also have a song called They Might Be Giants. So, hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That works. Yeah. Um, I think the song is definitely probably Devo's Manifesto. It's also, they have a category of song that we'll talk about as time goes on. I don't know if we really hit one yet. Maybe we have. But I, that I think of as like statement of purpose songs. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. a singular manifesto, but they have these songs that are very much within, like that fall under the subcategory of manifesto. If you know, if you see what I mean. So it's like statement of purpose. We here are the iconic things that we um, will espouse throughout our career. Things that will actually be created into images at times. You know, uh, so I don't want to spoil what songs I'm talking about, but um, this is definitely probably the top of the heap for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Need a Chick would be the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll save that for the weekend <laughs> mutation. Uh... Yeah. Clearly, um, clearly what they're all about. Well, yeah, this was uh, written in 1975, as was I. <laughs> um, so you the were, song and I. Were written? Yeah, we're the, we're, the, we're the same age, Jacko Homo and I. Um, and then therefore this, uh, is, this is Devo's most played song because in Mm. late 75, they, they introduced it, they played it live and then every full show that they've done since then, they've played this song. Wow. It's been a handful of just like, Hey, show up and play whip it. All right. Okay. Give me the check. You know, a couple of those. (laughs) They're your song. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there have been like TV appearances where they haven't done it, but yeah. Right. 
but you anytime they played play like for here, 45 minutes or more you're hearing yeah. this like here's a devo concert okay they're gonna play jack Ohoma. right and no one's complaining no well well that's what joke. we're here for <laughs> yeah we're here to <laughs> complain um, stupid devo this uh i so i'll also throw into uh well we're still on the surface uh i was playing this song uh in the car once and my daughter was like why are they saying we are devo and i was like because they're devo and she's like yeah but why are they saying we are devo why do they say that and i'm like because because they're devo <laughs> they are and she's like yeah but why are they saying that and i couldn't i couldn't get to the bottom of it i was like because yeah. she she makes a good point she doesn't go around mm-hmm. yelling her name at everybody like yeah. she does you know no she does though. she introduces she does herself once and yeah oh, she I've, does. Had, then what, then what's I've had problem? many a conversation with Catherine before this i'm gonna tell you pete this rings true to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. She wants to get bound down to the. Uh, she wants to get down to the answer, and if you don't supply her with one, oh man, don't think you're evading that question. Yeah. She's not <laughs> Chuck Todd. She is going to go after you. Um, and also that's uh, I I've just in in recent years I think I I realized that a lyric that I heard was wrong, mm-hmm. that I've always heard in the song was wrong. Um, but only in assembling my notes for this do I finally have the correct lyric kind of penciled into my oh. head. Um, and that's in the kind of, uh, in the break where, you know, it gets in, you know, God, man, man, but he used the monkey to do it. Apes in the plan. I always thought he said apes in the plan. What an improvement. Oh my God. Wow, that's weird. It's good. I like. I it. I actually always thought, um, not always, but when I first got the uh, tape for "Are We Not Men," when I was about fourteen, fifteen years old, I did think uh, it's an improvement. Were, were the was that lyric? Hmm. But to be fair, that was six months after I bought the album for because for about six months I thought that bridge was in a foreign language. Hmm. <laughs> I had no idea what they were saying at all. Now, you can blame audio cassette and Walkman technology for that, but uh, I think it's because the, it's kind of illegible until you get used to it. Once you hear it, you hear it forever, right. but it takes a while to get there, or it took me a while to get there. I don't know about you crazy yeah. kids. But... <laughs> now, for a long time, all I, all I really could make out was, but he used a monkey to do it. That's it. Right. Like I, I'd hear, duh, 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 but he used a monkey to do it, and then from then on out, it was gibberish. But yeah, I was, uh, yeah, after listening to it a million times, it's definitely clearer. Sure. It took me a long time to get Apes in the Plan. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, wait. I'm actually looking at the lyrics now. It says Apes in the Plan. I always thought it was Apes is the Plan. Huh. All of it works. Everything you guys are yeah. saying works. Yeah. Just I know. Fine. All right. See, Apes is the Plan. I mean, it took me a year. Apes is the Plan. See? It took me years to figure out that it was that they all danced the poot uh, because that's not a thing. Right, right. Well, it, it, it is a thing. It is um, clearly. Yeah. You can see if you watch the video for the song. I believe Mark is dancing the poot yeah. um, oh. quite a bit. Oh, that's my guess as to what that wonderful, wonderful dance he's doing in this <laughs> video is. Uh, there was some history of the poot at some point that it was it was something that you know came up that they found funny that it was like an in joke before this uh, to them. <laughs> <laughs> Not to anybody else that would possibly understand, but has that come up? Has that word come up in another song already for us? The I poot. think so. Wasn't it pooty poot? No. 
that's a different song. Like that's that, later, yeah. right? Pooty that one poo-poo. song, Pooty Poo Poo. Uh, yeah, that was, no, that's that, not a real that song. isn't a song that we haven't gotten to that yet. There's a, there's a different Poot something. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Das Poot. That's what it was. There you go. Uh, <laughs> love Das Poot. And there were a couple. I mean, you know, Devo had certainly in the early seventies. Uh, excuse me, the late seventies, but pre Warner Brothers era, they were no strangers to basically making up nonsense words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's we talk all about do. it if you listen to our weekend edition. <laughs> oh yes, that's true. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that kind of stuff falls under the hardcore um, category for Devo mm-hmm. for sure. They just they, they weren't as creative with you know making up stuff, making up words um, for the studio albums for some reason. I don't know if it was studio notes they were getting that were like circling it, saying this is not a word. That's yeah, not a word. Please change. <laughs> yeah, the kids aren't going to dance to this. It's not a word. Right. What's the matter with you kids? This is why the peppermint twist went to number one, and you're circling around number 52. (laughs) Well, maybe they thought, maybe Warner Brothers thought the poot would be a dance sensation. Oh. So they let it it go this time. They're like, yeah, we'll see if the kids, they'll dance the poot like they did last summer. We can get this thing (laughs) next year. (laughs) Never caught on. No. Crime. No. Um. Although, so also this, I wanted to point out. I wanted to uh, announce, identify. Uh, this is one. It's it's one facet of my entree into Devo, mm. um, but not in the way that it is for a lot of people. Like I'm sure there are a lot of people, especially people who were cool at, uh, in 1978, who you know, uh, or earlier who heard this song as one of the, you know, they saw them play it or they heard it or something. And they're like, Oh, I, you know, Devo, I get it. And they got into Devo that way. But, uh, this is of course, uh, part of Polka's on 45, the weird owl Polka medley. Oh, um, and that, you know, I knew those, the, the, the whole first kind of verse up to, you know, uh, you know, they tell us that we lost our tails evolving up from little snails. So I'll just run the cells. Are we not men? We are Devo. Or are we not men to EVO? Like, I knew that backwards and forwards before I had ever listened to a single Devo song. So you naturally assumed that the next lyric was smoke on the wall. Exactly. <laughs> monkey men. Why aren't they? Why is, what is this? Uh, yeah. So between that and then, uh, um, you know, I've already, I think I already mentioned uh, Dare to be Stupid came up as you know i was listening to yeah. dare to be stupid and some like camp counselor or something I was just like hey, what the hell is this it sounds like devo and i was like wait a minute devo <laughs> uh and so that was the kind of genesis of my interest in devo um so thanks weird al <laughs> i think yeah, we can all, i think we can all uh extend our thanks to weird al yeah yeah i think we do it on a regular basis yes. but we should continue to yeah. do so um this song is also my entree into becoming a Devo fan uh, through a weird uh, sort of circumstances as well. Because if you'll recall, a quick summer, uh, summarization of my history with Devo is I thought they were just the Whippet band for a long time. And then I've mentioned that I started getting into them a little bit deeper when I was doing these like mixed CD parties with my friends and Devo songs would pop up. But right about that time, like right before that, um, I was dating a girl, and we were both really into this thing called TV Carnage. Do you guys remember that at all, or have you ever heard of TV Carnage? It sounds familiar, um, but I don't. So TV Carnage was this guy named Derek Beckles. So he was Canadian, Canadian guy 
who would record. He had multiple televisions, multiple VCRs, and he would record thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of television and then compile it into 90-minute like insane avant-garde movies, basically, where wow. he would just find the weirdest clips, things like off of television at commercials, be like wrestling promos, like anything mm-hmm. that was just really bizarre. And he would basically turn it into every two years, he would release a new 90 minute film. Oh my that God. was, it was sort of like the best possible cable, like remote control flip through that you've ever seen. You know, like if you were just sitting there wow. in the middle of the night, just flipping through cable channels. And my girlfriend and I were watching one of the videos, and the Jocko Homo video pops up. And I've never mm-hmm. seen it. I've never seen it before. I had no. I knew who Devo was. She had to tell me it was Devo because it didn't look like Devo to me. <laughs> I think they I had. said, "What? Where's the hat? What the hell is this?" I think they and had to said, tell you it was Devo. Devo. <laughs> right. Well, they ended up telling me, but like right, at the, like right from the beginning, when I do kind of imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that conversation must have been like, "Who is this? We are Devo. It's Devo. Who is this band? No, Who's it's not. Just well, shut I'll up and listen to the song. I'll tell you why it appealed to me right away. Like before they ever even started singing, was Mark and his behavior on this like yeah. dais, right? <laughs> Because he, what he does is exactly what my friends and I used to do. Anytime there was a little bit of some kind of synth in a song, if we were driving down the road, we would always finger, like point our finger in the air at the synth notes. <laughs> we would always do the same thing, like we were hitting buttons that made it happen. And so he does that in the video. I was like, holy shit, this is exactly what we used to do. This guy, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And she's she was well aware of Devo and was like, this is Devo. You can never check that. I was like, the Whippet Band? And there you go. So yeah. after that, I got this album. Which became like, oh, this is the only Devo album I'm really aware of for a while until I finally started digging through other stuff. But yeah, I, this, the video for this song is a huge, like the impetus for my Devo fandom for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, me too, but in a kind of straightforward way. Like I was hanging out with my friend uh, Brandon, who was super cool and smarter than I was. And he had uh, The Men Who Make the Music. And we, he put that on. This is one of the first things on there. And he looks... Like in high school, my friend Brand looked exactly like Mark Mothersbaugh, and yeah, like all like to the hair and the glasses and everything. He just looked exactly like him. Like, oh, so wait, I'm hanging out with this cool guy Brandon, who's like smarter than me, and he can like build stuff. He's like, as we're watching this video, he's fixing a computer from school, but the A button doesn't work, so he's making an Atari joystick button be the A for the keyboard. Like, wow, is this who I'm going to hang out with now? This is awesome. My oh, and he's watching Devo. This is great. And so like it was this whole kind of like. Uh, Oh, now I get to be a cool kid who listens to Devo. This is awesome. <laughs> it's like I'm hanging out with Devo almost because the guy looks like him. And playing with computer parts. Yeah. Mm. You had your own personal Devo. <laughs> I sure did. So, John, I, I had a I had a personal question for you. Mm-hmm. As somebody who grew up in a conservative background, were, was the and, – and I mean this completely sincerely – but was the evolution message a little bit uncomfortable or was that mm. – Were by the time oh. you heard it, were you well beyond oh, that part yeah. of your life? Oh, man. I was, I was well beyond all that before I ever even left that church. Like that, I got over that when I was still forced to go there. So I was mm-hmm. – you know, I, I know my sister – it's a long story, but there was a moment – where that all broke for me and my sister. Like it was literally like a movie scene where something was said and my sister, it was said to the detriment of my father in front of everyone. And my sister and I looked at each other and we both checked out forever. (laughs) (laughs) We looked at each other and said, they just said that about dad. That dude just shamed dad in front of everyone. This is garbage. And so I think I was 12 when that happened. 
Um, so immediately I started digging, you know, into things as much as I could by myself and figuring. So I believe I was pretty liberal already when I was Mm -hmm. like junior high and evolution. I don't know if I ever thought there was anything wrong with evolution anyway. I never quite got the problem. Like my, my thinking was always, why couldn't God have created evolution? I think that was, that's all I remember ever thinking. Like when I actually believed in God still. It's like, well, why couldn't he have created this? I don't get it. Like, what's wrong with that? Right, it seems like a very complex and, and pretty intelligent process to come up with. So why are you taking that away from God? <laughs> like, you could have very well done that. Why not? Yeah. Um, so I think that's, anyway. a, that's what Devo saying here, too. You know, they're, yeah. Um, we, we've kind of come across every once in a while. There's hints of what they what they believe, what they feel. But it's interesting to have that, you know, at, at this point in 1975. Mm-hmm. And that you know them saying like God made man. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, uh, you know. From I'm just picturing the you know the the them kind of like breaking out of metal crucifixes after talking to Doctor Birth Food <laughs> you know, a couple of years yeah. from now. But interesting to have you know one of their 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 absolute their actual most played song have you know a, a, a kind of a nod to God. Yeah. To the point where I always, I've often wondered if that phrase, that whole little section, you know, God made man, if that was like either ripped off from or based on like an existing, you know, not spiritual or something, but just kind of sort of like churchy sort of ditty or something. Like it's it, 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 mm-hmm. even the, 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 you know, the melody changes from the song and everything just for this one part. And I don't know, just the God made man, but a monkey supply. Not the monkey supplied the glue so much. That sounds very Devo, but like, I don't know. There's something about that whole section that sounds like it could have been, you know, sort of borrowed from, like something they actually heard. Like if they ever went right. to church or something, they may have heard mm-hmm. that. And it's like, oh, we're going to take this and make it our own. Twist, or, twist it a little bit. Because yeah. clearly, like twist the lyric would be God made man. And yeah. then there'd be some reference to making man in his own image and then saying, do I look like a monkey? That's something I've heard <laughs> yeah, exactly. a million times in my life. You know, that kind of idi- idiotic rationale. Yeah. Which is and, also uh, one of those, do you really want me to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are throwing your poop. I'm not yeah. saying that that's a bad thing to do. I'm just saying that is behavior that monkeys also indulge in. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Not to go on a tangent. No, no. I always like that there's a sort of diplomatic aspect to it. It's like, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you the God-made man. But what I'm saying yeah. is that he used a monkey to do it. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yep. Now we're all well, happy I, and we're all friends. Yeah. I, re- I remember reading, I think it was a Brian, one of, what's that guy's name? Brian Green? Or maybe it's Brian something Green. The uh, um, Brian Austin He would Green. write that. <laughs> Not Brian. One one stop carnival. This the and Green Rap album. No, uh, it wasn't that. Um, it was one of those like astrophysics made simple books. I can't remember what that guy's name is. I think it's Brian Green. And uh, there was a lot of string theory stuff in there and talking about you know at the core of all matter there's vibrations of sound and things like that. You know that actually those vibrations create matter and all this. And and I remember telling my dad that. And my dad, uh, who actually like reasons things out but sticks to his biblical, like scriptural belief system, said, Oh, so it's like echoes of God's voice when he spoke uh, creation into existence. I was like, Sure. Could be. Could <laughs> yeah. be. For all I know. Basically. Why not? 
I mean, it very well could be. I mean, that's what they, you know, what I was always taught was God spoke the, the world into existence or, you know, the universe into existence. Maybe he spoke loud enough that it created a big bang. You know, like all these things mm-hmm. make sense to me. I don't believe in God personally, but I'm going to say, yeah, sure, I can be diplomatic about it. Maybe it was God that created the Big Bang or evolution or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, on the other side of that conversation, it's typically not very diplomatic <laughs> yeah. uh, right. uh, for whatever reason. But uh, we don't have to get too political on the show, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's just all like, your beliefs are wrong and your Bible is a lie. <laughs> there you go. In short. Yeah. yeah. Uh, glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. yeah well, you know, better they know now than figure it out later. <laughs> I'm guessing not a ton of like super conservative Christians are listening to a Devo podcast, but I could be wrong. Well, they're, well, they're thinking never... it's a Devo, uh, devotional podcast. So that, that, that's, that's how that's, they got suckered in. That's like half how many of our episodes Patreon in our reach. <laughs> These are a bunch of dorks talking about some stupid band. Boy, howdy, are we. Yeah, But I did like that Bamboo Bimbo song. <laughs> yeah. Why can't they have go, more of that? Figure. You're in luck. There's more like that what? coming up on the weekend show. So, so. Wait a minute. How am I not the guy who referenced Bamboo Bimbo this week? <laughs> I think we I think we should all do it all the time. Just yeah. Keep it going. Not hard. Nope. Um, there, uh, so here's a uh, to distract it to something else. Uh, uh, that's uh, against God. Uh, the, <laughs> the subtle kind of uh, reference slash paraphrasing of uh, the Island of Doctor Moreau, mm-hmm. ah, yes. um, which is one of my favorite. Um, books. Are we not men? Uh, yeah, it's it's so the uh, you know uh, I I'm trying to remember how much of that is actually in the novel and how much of that like is because like the. I think Island the main, of Lost Souls is um, yeah mainly they're referencing Island of Lost Souls I think and a lot of people are, mm. you know as is House of Pain the band mm. um, mm-hmm. which as, by the way for all our listeners if you haven't seen the nineteen I think thirty two Island of Lost Souls run don't walk to your local video store well run don't walk to your local time machine yeah. get it go to a video store. And watch the movie. It's quite enjoyable. I love that you're it's using available. the time machine not to go watch it in the theater, but to go back <laughs> yeah. to when you could rent it. Pete, come on. Like, what kind of time machine? You're yeah. probably only going to be able to go back. Shows how much you know about time machine the... technology. Yeah. <laughs> 1932, that would take so much uh, uh, radioactive. I don't know. Never mind. We're not so made many... of tachyons. Come on. <laughs> Let's go back not. to, like, the 80s. Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. The funnest thing about Island of Lost Souls that a lot of people, you know, some people go, 1932, oh, come on, how could, 1932 is pre-code yeah. era, like, that's Ooh. pre-Haze code, which means it's really weird, like, they were doing weird stuff before anybody told them they couldn't do weird stuff yet. Uh, <laughs> it's why so they started telling them they couldn't do weird stuff, is because they were yeah, doing one of the weird. reasons. Yeah. Island of Lost Souls and all the Mae West movies, that's basically the reason. <laughs> Don't forget Freaks. Oh, freaks too. Yeah, yep. Can't forget freaks. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the, I, we have plenty to talk about. Uh, I, I was going to go off on a tangent about May West, um, but I won't. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just come up and see me sometime, and you can tell me then. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so the the uh, that's a nice reference. I love that. Um, kind of, you know, it, it's not a flat out, you know. It's not an obvious reference. It's a subtle reference. It's good. Um, and it kind of ties in with the apes and the plan thing and the evolution mm-hmm. idea, too. Obviously, it's all. Um, 
the the Weird Al kind of origin connection. Um, I also want to point out a uh, <clears throat> seek this out if you can. Um, okay. There's this guy, this weirdo, in a good way. Uh, Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. Uh, no, he said in a good way. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Uh, Neil. Just, just breaking your balls. Well, just balls. Neil Cicierga? Cicierga? Uh He He does a bunch of weird uh, kind of audio mm, collage, remix, mashup stuff, but in a more in an art way as opposed to like he's not trying to make a pop song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think he did that album Mouth Sounds, which was uh, covers of a bunch of other songs made out of parts of Smash Mouth songs. <laughs> Whoa! Um, or it, maybe it was I don't, it was like different a bunch of different songs mashed up with Smash with you know All Star or whatever it is. Uh, so he does a lot of weird, interesting kind of con- <coughs> conceptual stuff, and uh, he did this. He did a, a a weird Chaco Homo mashup that it starts out kind of mashing up Chaco Homo with that uh, that share song Life After Love. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then as it goes on, it also incorporates elements of Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh god! <laughs> uh, so check it out if you can. Uh, Neil C C E R G A C I C I E R E G A. Worth listening to at least once. Well, you can post it on the Facebook page once <laughs> we release this. Boy, can I. Make... <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, why don't you make life a little bit uh, easier for everybody there? <laughs> um, so I have a question. Uh, those who've done research on uh, Jocko Homo. How many gosh darn versions are there of this song? Ooh. Mm. Uh, infinite? Not infinite. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles all the way down. <laughs> Um, you know, because we have the album version, uh, mm-hmm. we have the version with the, uh, Ohio riddle in it. Right. Um, yeah. we have the, ver- we have the acoustic version that's on now we can be, now we can be told. Right. We, we have the hardcore version that does not have the God made man section, but it mm-hmm. does have Ohio, I think. Right. I think, I think it does. Yeah. I think pretty much um, all everything except the album version has Ohio and the the slowed down. Uh, mm-hmm. So now it can be told acoustic version. Yeah. What is that? Doesn't have a special name? No, maybe not. Um, there is the, but yeah, there's a version without the bridge. I think on the men who make the music, they just, you know, they, they go from the God made man to the end refrain. But don't play the verses. Uh, you know the way they make it look in the live in the live mm. footage, and the men who make the music. It's like they go into it after you know, for argument's sake, the words get stuck in my throat or something. Mm-hmm. Probably not that, but because it's been a while since I've seen it. But yeah, but it's just like like, like I wouldn't be surprised if in like 1978, like they framed the concert with the first half of Jocko Homo and the last half. Right. Hmm. Huh. Um, yeah, there's there are a lot of different takes of this song. Yeah. Well, when you and they're you know, all good. If you have a they're song that's great. been around yeah. for that long, it's your most played song. You probably want to yeah. 
mix it but up. But most a lot. of them exist, be- but the major- the vast majority of them do exist between like 1975 and about 1978. Hmm. Yeah. Is this one of the weird, uh, rare cases where the slightly slower version is better? The the album version is very it's like it's it's much quicker than the say the video version, and uh, I, I think I prefer which the video does version. not have the bridge in it. I like the, the uh, album version myself. Really? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like the tempo of it. I do too. I hmm. think faster is better with this. Okay. It might it might be a matter of being used to it so much that then mm-hmm. when you listen to the slower version, it's a little. I don't think. It's as easy to go to, from fast to slow as it is slow to fast, if you get what I mean. Like, if you're sure. used to a slow tempo song and then you hear it a little bit faster, you're like, oh, cool. It's, we're really picking it up here. Right. Put right. a little pep into it. And, and then when you hear you're used to something faster and you hear it slower. Like, I've seen yeah. band, have, have you guys ever seen a band where you're really used to their catalog and then you see them live and they play way slower and it's like <laughs> excruciating? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I've seen that a few times. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, the drummer chose to, like, play at a different tempo and um to me i think that i prefer the album version better on this fine i am not saying you're wrong (laughs) although i do kind of prefer it with the ohio just because i I like that little uh extra bump it is nice yeah i do too and i like any live version where that uh that sort of transition in the middle that sort of goes on for like 20 minutes or something i love that well because that's where they're all changing clothes yeah, exactly. So, as they get older, that that breakdown gets longer and longer and longer because it takes them longer to get out of their <laughs> Tyvek suits. Maybe those are the versions I like. The old man changing into his pajamas version. Yeah. <laughs> um. Although, and I've you know, I, I think at first I was kind of not upset, not disappointed, but I'm not upset. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just okay. Come down, man. It's uh, all right. But the the kind of now it can be told version I thought was kind of a you know funny once and then it it like it irritated me but now I've come around mm-hmm. on it again and I think I really oh. like it. You know I, I think if I were to, to see them on that tour and they just played this like weird acoustic version of Jaco Homo sitting down, yeah, I don't know how thrilled I would be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to be in that audience. I don't want to use the time machine <laughs> to go see that show. But no. Um, I the time then you'll miss them doing a uh, disco dancer live. Yeah, well, I am a disco boy, but uh, I, I'm glad it's recorded for posterity on video and audio and whatever. Mm-hmm. It is, so. hmm. yep. Well, this well is run dry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also wanted to throw out Lonnie and the Devotions. Oh. Um, who do a kind of, uh, it's kind of like a, like a, uh, down tempo doo-wop kind of version of it i think weird there was some kind of devo cover album projects like but more or less contemporary like i think in the 80s or something and lonnie and the devotions do hmm. jocko homo and it's interesting it's not i don't know i didn't love it at first listen but what what how many i didn't love this song at first listen either it, it's a tricky song to get into because it's got a, like a seven eight time I feel like I'm yeah, missing yeah. the beat. Sometimes it takes a lot for me to <laughs> for me to get into a you know an odd time signature, but um, but I get it and I like it. Yeah, I think uh, I was I wouldn't say predisposed to like it, but I think it's like when I bought the tape first time I heard the song outside of Weird Al's Focus on 45, <laughs> I, I kind of like 
I knew this was not right, and therefore, like, I felt it was my mission in life to like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like, well, I you must know, be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just sort of like, I know nobody else would like this, so I better. And it turned out it was great. Yeah. There you go. Thus, Joe was born. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why we all know Fridays is better than SNL. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's let's codify this. What are we? You know, it is iconic Devo. We all and nobody's really had uh, much to much. No knocks have come up against it, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, other let's than, see how I keep it off the A list this time. Other than <laughs> tempo uh, preferences. How do we how do we feel about it? How are we grading this? It's tough because it's like a you know, can you separate it from its legend? Mm. I don't think it's tough at all. It's an A plus. Yeah, I'm, seriously. I, I, I really, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, without a doubt, never once. As soon as we started talking about grading songs uh, for the beginning of the, at the beginning of this whole show, I was like, "I know Jocko Homo's an A plus." Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. have to think about it. That's actually my only note for Jocko Homo is it's A plus. <laughs> But it's also, it is one of those things that, like, if you, um, I used to say, and I still kind of believe this, that uh, if, you, if you allow me to be nerdy guys for a second, like, no. in the world of comics, if you don't like Jack Kirby, I don't really think you actually like comic books. <laughs> and that's kind of Jocko Homo. If you don't like Jocko Homo, why are you listening to Devo? But I, I, right. I think that's a good you analogy. You the song. You have you need this song for this band to exist. I, I think neither one is a um, off the bat. Like you don't fall in love with either one immediately. Like they're both mm, kind fair. of acquired tastes of a sort. Like they're you know like I like this song, but it was a difficult. Like it had you know like Jack Kirby draws in seven eight time essentially, <laughs> uh, and and I I like that because it's both it's like oh yeah once you get it then it's like oh yeah oh no this is this is awesome. Yeah. Um, but it, it has a little bit of a learning curve to it. Just a one-eighth learning curve. I guess that's true. I'm certainly, by, that. certainly by the eyes of a modern audience, anyway. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. Since Jack Kirby was drawing virtually every comic in 1964, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ellipses. Anyway. Yes, A-plus for Joe. Some. Ape lust. I mean, ape lust. <laughs> <What? laughs> ape lust. <laughs> oh, have I never heard that before? That I know. It looks like Tom used to you to do it. Hey, apes in the plan. <laughs> oh yeah, A plus. I, I'm trying to remember now, based on what you guys just said, if I like this song immediately or not, or if it had to grow on me. And I honestly, I, I feel like I loved it immediately, but maybe I was just like just so enraptured with the idea of Devo and and. Kind of everything swirling around it and stuff. Maybe I was like immediately like, oh, these guys got stocking caps over their faces and they're weird and they're screwing around on the table with a giant condom on or something. I don't know. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was so enamored with the video that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sealed it for yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But A plus, totally. For all the reasons that have been said. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it this is, you know, essential Devo. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is what the, you know, it's like, well, I like that guy, but I don't like his skeleton. You know, nobody really, <laughs> nobody says that. So. No, um, nobody does. Thankfully. Yeah. Nobody think says that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it would be hard to not give this an A plus also. So don't try. But I'm going to do it. No, I'm not going to oh. do it. No, oh. don't, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> don't get me wrong, go. 
Exactly. A plus across the board. Across the board. If it talks like an A plus, it walks like an A plus. <laughs> it does what A plus does. Uh, hey, let's fire up the old Spotify. All right. It's a, it's a, Hold on, let me get the crank. Yeah, it's a pull start. So hang on, we added a, we added a little. Got to prime it first. Yeah. Uh, let's and let's figure out which version we're going to use. Oh no, our old friends, those American girls, are on here too. Oh no! Oh, we're. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's I'd I'd cry if you died with Jocko Homo. That's their. I guess it's like a single. My God. Um. So let's see. There's the remastered version, the regular version, the video version, and uh, at the Roxy. Huh. I feel like there should be more. Hmm. Anyway, Since let's this do is the... on the regular show. Do we just have to go with the? Uh... I think the album version. I think the regular album with the regular regular one. Uh, the reggae the, version. The yeah. reggae version. I didn't know they did that. Uh, Chaco Homo. Next song up is "Ride On Down the Highway" by the Modern Lovers. Oh, I like the Modern Lovers. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I can't think of that song off the top of my head. Me neither. Uh, remastered version. Next up is "Country Death Song" by Violent Femmes. Huh. I don't think Violent Femmes have come up in here. Before. No. Didn't they one time? Uh, I feel like we talked about them for a second. Maybe. But... Didn't the Violent Femmes come in one time? Oh, I'm, here, I, I made all the other versions show up. Now I get it. And those other <laughs> ones that were on my... Uh, the, the one that was the single version and the one that was at the Roxy, those were in my personal library, which is why they showed up here. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's there's... Many other uh, versions here to choose from. There's uh, from Devo Live. Oh, they, the next song on the, let's let's. I'm going to land on this one just because I don't think they've come <laughs> up yet. But the the version from Devo Live, Jocko, uh-huh. uh, make a radio station off of that. And the next song up is Beach Party Vietnam by the Dead Milkmen. Hey, <laughs> oh, they're the surfing with the Vietcong. Um, Cooking hot dogs with napalm. Yeah, wow. This this playlist also has television, the cramps, germs. I'm gonna keep this one. Hmm. Uh, wow, that's a fun one. Um, <coughs> all right, so uh, good thing. Hey, welcome, uh, Jocko Homo. You made it all the way to the <laughs> uh, the A list, the A side. Some people had their doubts, but yeah. he managed to pull through. Yeah, that was close. Um, but, uh, yeah, so then uh, this weekend, uh, if you want more ABC Devo, we're, uh, I think we're trying out a new format uh, coming up. I think it's this weekend. We're trying, uh, we were doing every weekend, uh, weekend mutations, uh, and now we're trying out um, doing every other weekend we're going to do four. Instead of doing two episodes every weekend, we're going to do every other weekend do four and get a chunk out there. Mm-hmm. See how it works. So I think the first one of those is this weekend. If you, if you like to hear about, you know, B-sides, uh, soundtrack cuts. Or be stiff. Yeah. Be hey. stiff. That's in there. Go over to our Patreon feed for a small uh, recurring donation. You can have access to that. Um, or if you uh, if you just want to stay here in the free feed, the album cut feed, that's fine, too. 
It's okay. Yeah. We understand. It would be nice if you uh, re-reviewed mm. and added five stars. That's true. Yeah, if, if you want, yeah. you can try to earn your keep. Earn your keep <laughs> by uh, <laughs> by going to uh, iTunes or wherever, whatever system, whatever uh, pod catcher. I don't know what they call them these days, but go there, review, rate, review, subscribe, that kind of a thing. Mm. Uh, shout it out loud. Good idea. Uh, hey, speaking of shouting. Shout has a song uh, on that album oh. called uh, The Jurisdiction of Love, which is what we're going to be talking about uh, Tuesday Might next week. Might as well face it, it's the jurisdiction of love. <laughs> I love that video. And that's... Uh, <laughs> Groundbreaking. That's Groundbreaking on, and subjectification of women. Yeah. Come on on Tuesday, and we will uh, we'll be here talking about that here on ABC TV. ABC TV, eh? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Mamma mia, I'm a from Italy. Bye. <laughs> uh, that was pure gold. <laughs>